Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Hello, I'm Balin Leonard, and welcome along to the Country Music Talk podcast. This is where you get to hear the biggest names in country music, talking about their lives, their careers, and sharing their stories from Music City and beyond. I'm so excited for our guest on this episode. She is a massive country star, but also a huge crossover artist as well. She's won CMAs, ACMs, and a Grammy, and of course she's nominated for more. Originally, she's from Texas. She moved to Nashville to follow her dream and exploded with her song, My Church, back in 2016. And since then, she's driven her 80s Mercedes. She's been caught in the middle with Zed, and she's been chasing after you with her husband, Ryan Hurd. Marin Morris is an incredible songwriter and also a great advocate for diversity in country music and really uses her voice to lift up others. We recorded this interview at the end of March as she was releasing her brand new album, Humble Quest, and it was just so great to hang out. All right, that's enough for me. Let's get on with the podcast. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Absolute Radio Country. I'm Baylin Leonard. So pleased to welcome to the show Marin Morris. Hello, Marin. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. We were just talking before we started how long it's been since we've actually seen each other and how long... Well, I started to say how long it's been since you've been to the UK, but actually... You've been to the UK a couple of times, at least, since we saw each other at the Brothers Osborne gig. You, you just came over. Were you songwriting? Were you just having a little bit of a vacation? I was there back in October of last year, just with my son. I wasn't writing or working. I just, after all the lockdown stuff, I, I just thought if I could go anywhere right now and not work and just hang for a few weeks... I would go to London. And so I was just there on holiday. Well, it looked like you had a great time. I see you checked out some pubs. You, you love a pub when you're in London. Yes. <laughs> went to a lot of pubs. Um, I went to the countryside and did like a, well, I didn't shoot a gun, but I saw like a proper pheasant hunt. Yeah, it was it was a lot, but it was so fun. I, I'll never forget it. And also being there with my my son, it was just so magical getting to take him somewhere and just with my little stroller or pram. But no, it was magical. Well, congratulations on Humble Quest, by the way. Um, it's out today. Uh, we've been loving circles around this town. And I love the name of the album, Humble Quest, because I think it's something that a lot of people think about like trying to find this balance between being proud of, of what you do and, and what you accomplish, but also being humble. And, and is that kind of a push-pull that you have as well? Yeah, I, it definitely is. And I thought it was such a interesting and humorous word to chew on was humble because I think in my life, I am very comfortable doing what I do. I've been performing since I was 10 on stages. And now, you know, I'm about to be 32. So this is the majority of my life. And I feel like I'm really secure in it now and confident and, you know, rightfully so. But at the same time, the more you start to believe your own gift or whatever it is, what you've worked so hard for, you also kind of get criticized as being a little too full of yourself. And it's very apparent in country music, especially because I think we put so much emphasis on remaining humble and rootsy and relatable. And it's a weird dichotomy of being 
secure and confident, but also grounded. And I feel like the last two years of the pandemic and becoming a mother and not being able to tour like really humbled me and um, made for some interesting song and musical concepts. Yeah, I think it humbled a lot of us, actually, uh, these past two years. It, it forced a lot of us to look at things uh, in a different way than we had been. Also, I have to say a big thank you, Marin, for your support, your vocal support, and uh, just general support for diverse voices in country music, LGBTQ artists and artists of color and all of that sort of stuff. I mean, thank you for doing that. And hopefully not only will that open the floodgates for more of those artists to kind of find their way, but hopefully it'll open up the doors for more artists that have a platform to use it for good. I mean, that's just clearly who you are, right? And you've not changed that since you've become an artist, but we know that that's not always an easy kind of thing to do. Was it ever a question for you? Did you ever think, well, maybe I just kind of, you know, I support in the background and I don't become so vocal about it because I'm sure that lots of people have made that choice. Yeah, I think I've always been that person, but it took me, honestly, 2020 to be able to do the, the work to be able to articulate my feelings in a way that comes across, you know, succinctly. I think that a lot of artists get scared to speak out because they think that they're going to be canceled or misquoted or taken the wrong way. And I do empathize with that fear because it is such a social media obsessed, Twitter obsessed, instant gratification obsessed society that we live in. But I think that when you know something is wrong, and you see it, you say something. Like, whether you sound eloquent or not, you should speak up when there's an injustice. And I think that that's just something I've had in me from the get-go, but it's definitely, and I'm always gonna be trying to be better and articulate myself better over time, but I think that's why I've said what I've said is in the past is because it it does matter when you stick up for people. Like, you see the, the community changing faster than it once was, but slower than it should be in 2022. But I think it's just more people getting brave enough to stand up for and say what they think is right. Well, thank you for being brave because it does make a huge difference to, to all of us and to the industry as well, because ultimately we all want country music to be as, as warm and open and lovely as it can be. And of course, there are many people within it that are all of those things, but it still has a long way to go. So thank you for being part of that change. It's much appreciated. Um, I'm thinking back to the first time that I ever saw you and it was a spotlight stage at C2C and you sang My Church. And you know, I tell a lot of artists this story who are playing the spotlight stage. You know, we, we just had C2C and a lot of the artists that were playing that stage. And when I was talking to them, I always say when the moment Mary Morris played the spotlight stage and that entire arena sang along with my church it was such a special moment to witness. I can only imagine how special it was for you. Did, did something kind of click when that happened? Did you think, oh, okay, this is going to be all right. Do you remember that moment? Is it as special for you as it is for us who saw it? Yeah, I think I hadn't fully processed because it didn't make any sense that people knew my song that quickly because it hadn't been out that long. So when the O2 was singing My Church back to me, I was like, surely this is in the speakers or something. It's canned. (laughs) 
But then when my team was like, no, they were singing your song with you. The, my first thought was, well, we have to get back here immediately. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've toured over there ever since. But um, yeah, it was definitely the first time that many people were singing my song with me was that London performance. And I'll never forget it. And just, I feel like that same week I was, I don't know if it's there anymore, but I w did a show at the borderline and then- It's um, not there anymore, sadly. Oh, it was such a great club. I remember oh, playing I there. And you know, we've just, we've gone step by step in London, especially venue by venue. I think in such a cool way, we went from the borderline to Shepherd's Bush to Royal Albert Hall the last time we were there. And I just have such a special relationship with my fans in the UK that especially as a country artist, and there aren't many of us that tour consistently in the UK or Europe, because in some ways country music in parts of the world is still very niche, I would yeah. say. But it's it's up to us as artists to like till that soil and like keep coming back. And you guys are just such an amazing crowd and you really care about the lyric and the emotion and the story behind the song. And so that's kind of what went through my head that first C2C experience was this is a very different kind of crowd. And I fell in love that day. Yeah, we listened. And a lot of people fell in love with you that day as well. So it's a mutual UK love-in that, that is going on. Uh, so when are you going to get back? When are we going to see you back over in the UK? Not, you know, you can visit pubs, but we would quite like a show as well. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> no, I am raring to get back because we have not had touring in the last two years. And in some ways, we're really starting from scratch. I figured for this year, I'm going to put this record out, tour the states, and just get our footing back under us in the touring scape. And then I would love to come see you guys next year and do it the right way and safely. And hopefully by then, this is a thing of the past, all this COVID touring stuff where we just can't go to shows. But fingers crossed, but I would love to come see you guys. I will never forget like being able, especially with this record, I was in London when Greg Kirsten, my producer sent me the final mixes. And so I remember the day I, I went to this little cafe, outdoor cafe in Hyde Park and I sat there under an umbrella because it was drizzling and I listened. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> It was a very British day, um, but <laughs> I I listened to the final mixes for the first time of Humble Quest in London, and it was the perfect backdrop for me really sinking in those songs that way. So it, it's a really special memory I have. Oh, that's lovely. So that so Humble Quest is out now. It's a new album from Mary Morris, and. Um, Closely tied to the UK, the perfect place to listen to it in the UK with a little bit of drizzle. That should be rain. no problem at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get, get your, your cup of tea in the drizzle and listen to Humble Quest like I did in October. Um. <laughs> Perfect. We all will do that. Um, just before I let you go, Marin, you everybody talks about how you, all genres, Marin Morris can, can do it all. And you have done it all. I mean, you seem to dance across genres. But ultimately, I always think it's less about the genre and more about the music. You know, if the music's good, then it can fit into all sorts of different categories and everybody can take it to heart. And of course, you, you know, the super group, the high women, and, and then you've had your dance hit with Zed and, and the middle... But country down to the ground. I mean, you will always be a country artist to us. And, and it seems like that is, is truly your foundation. But any more kind of explorations across genres on the way as well? 
Um, not currently, other than this record I'm putting out, but everything I've ever said yes to in the past, whether it be doing the vocals for the middle with Zed or joining the High Women, it was always a gut reaction for me. I never thought about those decisions too much. They just felt right. And I would be a complete fool if I had passed on them. So, and even, you know, doing the Elton John restoration project yes. a couple years ago, I just say yes when it feels right. And so I think the exciting thing is I don't know what is going to come my way next. I mean, who knows at this point because I've been all over the map, but I'm open to all suggestions, all things, and this record is is mine and it's about to be everyone's, but I do think that I'm always going to be a little weird as an artist. I think that even though my home is Nashville and I feel my roots are in country music, I think with all my projects, whether it's my solo music or duets or what have you, I am always going to be a little different and I feel really free saying that. I feel very lucky to be an artist that can do all of these different things and still remain Marin at the end of the day. Different is good. So thank you for being different, Marin. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for talking to us. Humble Quest, it's out now. Mary Morris, we will see you, sounds like, next year. Yes, I can't wait. Thank you, Baylin. Yay! Thank you. Bye, Marin. Bye. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Well, there you go. The full unedited interview with Marin Morris. What a star she is and such a nice person as well. That's from my show on Absolute Radio Country. So great to catch up with Marin and always good to hear from a Nashville star that loves the UK as much as we love her and loves coming over to tour here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. And if you liked what you heard, then please leave us a review and five stars. It really does help to get the message out there to other country music fans about what we're doing. It makes a world of difference. So thank you for that. Oh, and hey, make sure you tell your friends too about Absolute Radio Country. We're right there on your digital radio, on the Absolute Radio app, and on your smart speaker right across the UK. Just tell it to play Absolute Radio Country. I'll see you next time. Until then, keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 